It's that time again. You've now entered the No Sales Zone. No Sales Zone. With Chris Fratz, the plumbing sales coach. Peels back the curtain of what sales really is. Buckle up. Buckle up. Buckle up. And get ready to learn how to increase ticket average by providing better service. And now. Now. Are you ready? Your host. Ladies, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome. CF, the plumbing sales coach. What up? What up? It has been a while. Welcome to the show, the fresh sales approach. I'm your host, CF, and we're going to kick this party off. It has been a little while, folks. We have not done a show now for about a month and a half. We took some time off, been traveling around at your plumbing shops, working with your team, working with you guys. It's been great. Loved it. Missed all of you. And I'm so glad to be back. We got some new software, so we're working with that. And uh, we got a lot of people in here already. Looks like uh, Danny Penn. What's up, my man? Good to see you now. Really quick, let's take a shout out for Danny and that team, man. They're they are just blown. I want to say they're a new era. They are blowing it up out there. They've got a new name change, new brand, new wrap, new logo, and growing. And I love to see that, guys. So excited to see you guys on here. Lance Ball in the house. Uh, Andy says, is anyone in here yet? We got to test out some of the new software features here and make sure all this thing's working. Andy says, is anyone in here yet? looks like Lance is in here. Adam's in here. Uh, looks like we've got a few other people. Danny Penn, Brittany Briner. Uh, we've got other people jumping on. Good to see all of you. Welcome to the show. Now, this is a show that has been going on for a year now, over a year now. We did 150 episodes last year, 100, uh, I think 150, 140 something. A lot of, lot of episodes. It was a lot of episodes. And uh, we got that on podcast if you want to go back and listen to those. But we had a great time. We put service over sales. That was the mindset and focus, and that will continue to be the mindset and focus. In fact, we ended every show with the idea of go out and serve your community and everything, not just plumbing. And that's going to continue. But I want to take a broader scope this year. I want to make sure that we are all understanding this core principle of relationship and sales. And it is not limited to just plumbing. It is not limited to just our trade. Now we're going to focus on just our trade. We're going to focus on just plumbing, but it is not limited. Meaning that our customers are not just buying plumbing. They're out there buying TVs. They're out there buying cars. They're buying gasoline. They're buying milk. They're buying everything all the way from need to want to forced. And we've got to take a look and understand what is happening and why it's happening so that we can get better in our own trade. So that's what we're going to be doing over this next year. What's up, Nick boy in the house, my boy, out of Georgia, uh, just another killer, man, growing it, posting up all kinds of great reviews online about how his customers are loving the fact that he's all about service, service, service. He says, been a while. Yes. My man, Andy says, been a while. Uh, it has been a while. Yeah. We took some time off, was doing a lot of, uh, doing a lot of traveling, uh, driving around, checking everyone out from, uh, all the way from Canada to Oregon and Washington, all the way down to Florida. And, uh, uh, all over, everywhere and in between. It's been nuts. I think I tried to list all the places I've been that were at the least farthest points. And uh, just had a blast doing that, getting to know you, seeing all the nuances, all the differences out there. And I feel like I learned more in the last year uh, than I did in my first uh, eight years dealing with plumbing. And I really feel because of the exposure and seeing, I, I was really connecting dots this year. And uh, as much as, as I was out there to train you guys, I learned. I learned a lot. And I really saw that even though things can be different, even though your customers can seem different and your area can feel different and your market can be different. Meaning, you know, you, you're in San Francisco. I think of Patrick Pasenga, who's got, you know, high rises and extremely expensive 
um, cost of living out there. And then I think of other companies that aren't in such a situation and how everything's so different, but yet people buy the same way. You know, you're, the people that live in your area, in your culture, uh, in your environment that are used to your ways, uh, that sets the standard for the culture. But as far as people valuing things, you know, we have a pretty common denominator there, each individual having a different one. But as an individual, we have a common denominator, meaning if, I, if I'm if i a value shopper, then I'm a value shopper. If, if I'm a budget shopper, then I'm a budget shopper. And they're very different, by the way, those two things. If I'm a quality shopper, I'm a quality shopper. If I'm, I got to have the nicest things in the world shopper, then I'm the, I got to have the nicest things in the world shopper, whether I'm buying plumbing or whatever. And there is realities that we value different things. And so I want to really flush that out. Like, how do we learn that? How do we know that? And how do we see those patterns? Yeah, thank you. Uh, Carmen's typing live. If you're live, type live. Let me know if you're watching the show live, if you catch it on replay. Uh, good to see Plums up in the house. One of those companies I got a chance to see. Um, Lance says, when you come into Wyoming, when it warms up. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, fresh. I missed the show. Good to see it back. Good to see you, Nick, as well. And Nick's a company that I've been working with hands-on very intensely. Uh, just an overall great dude. If you guys haven't had a chance to check out Nick Marcel at EC Plumbing, uh, they did a big giveaway around Christmas time and uh, happened to end up on the news and it kind of took a little uh, course of its own and got a little viral action in his community there and was also in the parade and actually got some business off of that, uh, which was really cool. It's just a great way to serve the community, another way to do that. And, you know, I, 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 look, this is really important to me. It, we're past like... Um, we're past the idea of me getting clients and all that kind of thing. What, what I'm really focused on right now is how can we all learn and grow together? Like there is this real, real deal here thing going on where as we're net was, we're kind of growing together. Like this is a movement together, right? I'm not alone in this. I've seen some of you on here for the last year. Some of you joined six months ago, three months ago, but make no mistake. You are a part of a movement. If you watch this show more than two or three times, you are now a part of this movement as we really get this thing going. It's about taking care of our customer and getting rid of the stigma that is on the plumbing industry, that we are broke fix, that we are butt crack, that we are dirty, that we are this and the other. We do get dirt on us. We do get nastiness on us, but we are by no means undervalue because of that. That does not define who we are. And we want to change that stigma. But really what I want to do is give that customer a whole new experience. Now, I was talking about that all last year, but this year, I really want to drive that home. I really want us to grasp this idea. The foundation has been laid. Now all we got to do is go out and do it. And I think there's no better way to do it to now take a look at the rest of the world and see what they're doing and how they're doing it and how we can apply that. So tonight's show is going to be a question and answer show. You guys ask the questions. I give the answers. If you got questions about sales, anything and everything sales, but also if you have a topic, if you have a very specific topic that you want covered this next year, this is the time. This is the time. He says, Aspen Mountain Plumbing is watching all of Aspen Mountain Plumbing. That's a lot of pressure because Aspen Mountain is about one of the most beautiful places. Uh, if we're talking about Aspen, Colorado, that is a gorgeous place. I uh, just moved from uh, Denver out to uh, Utah and, and literally had to drive through the, uh, the Colorado Rocky Mountains. And that is beautiful. You guys are on some now. You want to talk about some dig jobs. I can only imagine what you guys get your hands into. He says, uh, Nick Marcello, what's up, brother? Uh, bear with us. Tonight is our pre-launch show, by the way. I'm working the controls. Normally, I got a producer. We're working on getting him involved again. He is was here setting the show up and earlier, um, but the software that we use doesn't allow us to, to work this show at the same time 
remotely. And so we are working at uh, getting him nearby me somehow, some way. Uh, look, here's what we got to really re realize. This last year, I had a lot of you come on board and we, we grew together and we learned a lot about service and this idea of relationships. And this year, we're going to learn a lot about the same stuff, but really value stacking, like this idea of value stacking. I was at a uh, traveling to California just recently. I drove out to Southern California and then I uh, happened to stay the night, see my brother for the next morning, had breakfast and then and headed on back. And um, I was driving and I was where I was at. They had this big, huge, like it was a monstrosity is what it was, but it was this, this big like gas station. They had all kinds of um, different things going on there. Candy, like you wouldn't believe like every kind of can, literally every kind of candy. I got diabetes just walking in there because there was so much candy in this place. It was funny is literally had like 30 aisles of candy and like what, like half of an aisle was sectioned off for sugar free. I just found that funny. But anyways, so this place is full of candy and then they got a food section in the back and they got this ice cream place off to the side. And if you've driven down the 15 in, in the deserts of California, um, you've probably seen this place and been to this place and probably know the place I'm talking about. It's big. I go in there. We're in a candy shop. I, I see kids everywhere. I see signage, you know, candy here, this kind of candy, this kind of whatever. And the, the, the culture, I mean, I was, I felt like I left the desert. I was for just a moment in this like cement building out in the middle of the desert. There I was just literally engulfed in this candy world. And what was amazing to me is that even though I'm out here in the middle of the desert and there's really no other candy anywhere around, they still understand the concept of value stacking. They still grasp this concept that people will buy more, more frequently if there's a reason to. Now I get it. I get it. There's this, this big argument out there like, Hey, I'm worth, I'm worth this. I get, yes, you are. But there's also a reality that we want to win and we want our customers to win. What do you say? Joss is actually my brother. He's working for Aspen Mountain Plumbing. Now, that's really cool. But Tanner's been to the school, so uh, got a chance to actually meet Tanner personally. So that's kind of cool, and the connection goes on. And Andy says profit, which is what we're talking about right now. He says profit. I know that's a hard subject, but anything will be helpful. Yeah, profit is huge. So many people want to brag about their revenue. Revenue is a part of the equation, but if you're not selling at the right profit margins, that's going to get you in trouble. But then again, if you hold profit margin to such a degree that you don't actually make the revenue, well, now you're in trouble because you're not making any, you're making the right kind of money, but just not enough of it. And what's that? Where's that in between happen? Where's that nice breakthrough? You know, I, I would just take a shameless moment to plug a good friend of mine, Richard Beatty, the million dollar plumber, who teaches very much the business of plumbing and a lot of the legalities in this, in the systems and processes. But I can just tell you right now from a guy who's owned a business, who's been in business for a long time and then helped other businesses grow their revenues and get the right kind of revenues. You got to know your numbers. That's number one. That That is, you know, look, if, if, if you own a poop scooping business, you need to know your numbers. If, if you own a gasoline company, you need to own, know your numbers. If you own a shoe factory, you need to know your numbers. If you own a service plumbing company, you have to know your numbers. You got to know them. You got to know exactly what they are, where it's going to get you in trouble, where it won't get you in trouble. How much of the money do you want and what margin do you want? You know, I can I look at it like this. This is literally how I look. I say cash is air. Money is air to a business. Okay. And so when you think about air, there's the amount of air, right? Like there's a bunch of air around it. And then the air itself has an oxygen level itself to it. So there's there's air up by, there, there's the atmosphere of air. And I'm not a scientist, don't hold me to this, but there's when you get up to Mount Everest, but the oxygen levels get a lot lower. So you need a lot more, you have to take in a lot more to get 
the same amount of errors if you're down by the sea level. Hopefully that made sense, but business is the same way. You need a lot more cash coming in if the oxygen levels are low, meaning the profit margins are thin. And you don't need as much cash if the, if the profit margins are correct. Hopefully this makes sense. Hopefully this makes sense because this is a huge deal right here when you think about running your business and making decisions. The other major thing is I would say, and I don't know if you guys can see this on my wall, the camera doesn't quite catch the whole wall here, the whole background, but I got a sign over here that says ride the wave. If you're in my, if you're in my weekly trainings, you guys pay for the weekly trainings. If you're in that, you've seen the sign all too many times, ride the wave. And this business is a wave. And think about waves. They come and they go. They come and they go. You can always count on them coming and you can always count on them going. And I want you to think back just about three weeks ago, you know, how, how many of you were complaining your phone wasn't ringing and then, and then go back three months before that and you, your phone wasn't ringing three months before that your phone wasn't ringing. And there's a cycle here to where your phone rings and then it doesn't, and then it rings and then it doesn't. And you can see, just look at your numbers. If you know your numbers, right? If you know what you've got to be charging, if you know what everything costs, if you know your numbers, you know what you've been doing, you know what the result of the past efforts are. If you know your numbers, you can see that pattern. And so you can know when it's wise to invest and when it's not wise to invest. One of the critical mistakes I see when it comes to cash flow and selling and making all this money is either A, you're making the wrong money or you're spending it at the wrong time. You're reinvesting it at the wrong time. You're, you're, you're wasting it sometimes at the wrong time. And so just knowing the heartbeat of your business and knowing that that cash flow rhythm is, is crucial. Uh, it's just so crucial that that would be my, my, he says it's a roller coaster. It really is. In fact, Richard Bainey, speaking of Richard Bainey, someone just said they saw me on his show. Uh, you know, he says, ride the ride. I remember, I remember early on coming around him in the plumbing industry and he would say, ride the ride. You know, the guys would, the guys would call in and have a problem. You know, hey, I ran into this snag on the job. And he'd be like, it's a plumbing problem. Ride the ride. You'll get it. Hang on, buddy. <laughs> but it's true. Ride the ride. You know, and I say ride the wave. And I'm thinking about it from a slightly different angle. I'm thinking about more of the, the business now, the, the idea of this cash flow. I mean, ride the wave too on the job. Each job has its ups and downs. Think about that. That's, that's the nature of business. That's the nature of life. That's the nature of life. And there's a lesson to be learned like because business is just a part of our life. Sales is just a part of our life. You know, I, I got a, a new slogan coming out and this, I really believe wholeheartedly you're going to see this a lot, but sales does not need to be taught. Sales does not need to be taught. It needs to be reminded. No, Lance I, uh, or Andy. No, Andy's asking if I think 15% is a good profit margin. No, I believe that every service-based business out there in the world should fluctuate, should, could, I guess if I had to give you, if you lock me into one number, I'd say 25%, right around that number, 22 to 26, depends too, because you want to, you want to grow, you want to do different things, but I'm talking about walk away money, net profit. All right. We've, uh, he says, we finally picked up this month. Yeah. We, and you're all going to feel that pickup this month, depending on the efforts that you put in. You know, someone, someone, uh, you know, there's an old biblical principle here of, um, you know, reaping and sowing and planting and, and reaping. And there's, then there's the farmer's analogy, right? Where you plant now, but you reap later and businesses that way with marketing, especially this business and you market and you plant seeds and you get out there. And so when everyone needs plumbing, they're thinking of you. And then you, you get your, you get everyone on top of everyone's mind. You get on top of it. As soon as they need plumbing, they, they think of you. And what I want to do is I want to help you guys when they think of you, when they pick up that phone and they call you, I want to help you maximize that call, not maximize the dollar. That'll be a part of it, but maximize the call. 
maximize the service, maximize the customer experience, maximize the customer memory that they have of you when you came to their house. That, that's how you build it. Rex, Rex, my man, Rex. Rex and Tanner were in that school together, so they got a chance to hang out and meet. They, they cut an uh, expansion tank open together. Not going to lie, it's the first time I've done that. I actually technically didn't do it. I just saw it. Technically, I didn't even really do anything. They're like, you didn't do it. We did it. GB in the house. Ben in the house. Hey, Neighborhood Plumbing, that's, you know, that's another company I pay attention to. They're doing some things out there. I see they're growing. They're growing. That's a hustler. So what other, what other questions, what other things do you guys want to see this year? What do you guys want to talk about? Because what I'm going to be talking about is value stacking and how all the other industries are doing it. And we could be doing it too. But for whatever reason, we're not. And we look at sales like this big bag wolf, like it's this big bag thing, but it's not. Sales is simply the byproduct of two people coming together and somebody needing something and an expert being able to provide a service or product to solve that problem. That, that's what sales is. It's a necessary thing. And I say sales don't need to be taught. They need to be reminded because I got eight kids and all of them can sell me. All of them can sell my wife and they all do it in very different ways. Evan says we're growing every day. Evan Pelham, what company are you with, sir? With neighborhood plumbing, of course. Josh says, uh, Josh says, is, am I saying that right? Is it just J O S T just, uh, just uh, watched MDP episode with you and learned a lot. Oh, appreciate that. Glad you got a chance to catch his show. He knows a lot. Uh, he's a sharp guy. That, that guy's the guy that brought me into the industry and uh, got me into plumbing, got me around plumbing. And uh, that's, that's how I got around. I uh, says, Derek is my main guy CF. So Derek, welcome to the show. Good to see you as well. <laughs> he says, he says, if you don't follow processes, you don't make any of it. Yeah, that, yeah. Yeah, because um, um, here's, here's what happens. Um, we, we get off track, like, you know, I was in the Navy. And so I, I remember the, the nautical part of the ship was just so, like the idea of getting on course and staying on course is crucial. It's very easy to stay on course and get on course with a Navy ship. Uh, got a lot of technology there. But in your business, if you don't have something, if you don't have a way to know when you're off course, it can get out of hand real fast. And if you don't know your numbers, that can be one of the GPS components to the whole thing. If you don't know your numbers, you're going to be in trouble real, real fast. And, and if you don't know how to get to those profit margins, you're going to get in trouble real, real fast. You're going to do a bunch of revenue. You can do a bunch of business and a lot of busy work you're not actually going to make the revenue and get the reward that you were looking for. You know, I'm all about taking care of people because I believe that if you take enough, if you help enough people get what they want to get, you will get where you want to get. And quite honestly, if you're just helping people get where they want to get, and then you don't get where you want to get, you're not doing it right. You're not doing it right. Something is wrong. Something is drastically wrong. He says, build that trust. Yeah, it's a huge one, building trust. You know, we talk about that. We talk about um, this idea of relationship and building value and what you're offering and creating the right packages for your customer. I think that's the, you know, if I was to go back and take a look at every company and say, what was the biggest mistake I seen as a whole? Like generally nationwide, all the way plumbing wide, you know, what's the biggest mistake I see that companies are, are making 
And it really is simply this. They're not building value the right way. And I know that's that's not the answer you wanted. You're like, well, what does that even mean? Well, it's not so simple just to say if they would just, it would solve itself. It's not that simple. It's it's more of a process and a mindset. But that's what I want to help you guys get to that point of understanding what the customer values, because then you will know how to build that value to value stack. You know, I used to always say build the burger, value stack the burger. We always go to the, to the restaurant and we pay for the meat. That's what we're there to buy. The lettuce, the tomato, the pickle, that stuff comes with it. We're forced to buy that. So what they do is they stack all that stuff on there. Like I, I went and looked at a burger tonight. I literally had burgers tonight. I don't know if you guys ever had the habit, H-A-B-I-T. It's this uh, chain. Anyways, uh, I had this uh, teriyaki and pineapple burger. But bottom line is me and my wife both ordered a burger. And we both put cheese on it and that had a price. And then I ordered this version. She ordered a different version and she stripped hers all the way down. No lettuce, no tomato, no pickle, no flavor. And she ordered hers. And then I was like, I'll take everything times two. No, I, I made a few modifications, but the price was the same because we were both buying the burger. They were just interested in selling that. Look, you want the burger? I want to give me your $5 and 85 cents for the burger and then what do I got to do to get your $5? So like you want a pineapple? Fine. Here's a pineapple. You want lettuce? Here's lettuce. You want uh, mayo? Fine. Here's mayo. Whatever. Just give me the $5 and something since I'll give you the burger. I hope you guys grasp that, that lesson there because that, man, that's the big mistake I see companies not do. Uh, that's the comp. That's the thing I say. So when's the best time to advertise more than usual? You know, look, uh, he sold on. He said, hey, kids, CF, no wonder you became a plumber. <laughs> oh, I didn't read all the rest. Oh, I did not read all that. I would do a better job of reading all that. Um, What do you say? MDP and CF have made uh, AMP what they are today. Do their trains. Double your ticket average. Thank you, sir. All right, let's go back to this. When's the best time to advertise? It's not so much the best time. It's the best place. Like, here, here's the thing. I learned this lesson in uh, uh, back doing some early on consulting way or younger in my younger years before I think when I was going gray, you're like, wait, going gray. Yeah. I'm going white. Uh, at this point we're past gray. So I was going gray, uh, 10 years ago. Anyways. Um, actually this was probably like 20 years ago. No joke. And I was, remember I was talking to this general manager of a car lot and he was telling me how, you know, in, in their world, marketing was so different than the rest of the world because in, in car industry, you know, with everyone else, it's, Hey, put my product in front of you. Give you a reason to buy it. You can buy it. Car industry. It's, I got to get on top. I just got to somehow stay on top of your mind until you need me until you want a car because people can buy cars all the time. And so people typically wait until they want need or it breaks down or there's some sort of reason, some, some sort of value reason. So he said, we got to stay on top of mind, top of mind, top of mind. It's a different type of advertising. And when I think of plumbing, it's the exact same way. You got to stay top of mind. You can tell someone, Hey, I'm a plumber and I'm amazing. And they could be at a soccer game. They don't need plumbing right now. You're not going to get any business. You, you could hit someone up while they're at work and be like, I'm a great plumber. And you might, you know, you might throw like a 50% off deal on a tankless and that will get them to move, but that's a whole different philosophy. That's more of a black Friday philosophy to get people to move. But if you're just like, Hey, I'm a plumber, I'm an amazing plumber. Trust me. I'm the greatest plumber. Here's a thousand people in your neighborhood that have said we're a great plumber and they don't feel like they need plumbing. They're not calling you. So what you got to do is you got to be like, think of me, 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 think of me. And then all of a sudden when they need someone, who are they thinking of? You. So you got to get creative. You got to get creative. So it's not about what's the best time. It's where's the best place. Where's no one else? Where? How can you show up 
in a way that stands out. You know, billboards were real big and real popular because no one else was doing them until everyone was. TV was real big and real popular until because no one was doing it until everybody was. Now the internet until everybody was. And then Facebook until everybody is. And then Instagram until everybody is. And then it's just this. And it, what it is is you want to be the voice of reason. So, so if I'm over here in an empty room and you come walking by the room and you walk into that room and I'm in there like, hey, my name's Chris Fresh, you're going to hear my name. But if you walk in that room and there's a thousand people in there and we're all trying to say our name to you at the same time, you're not going to hear our name. And that's advertising 101. We've noticed January is our best month for water treatment. What is your thought and why? Hmm. I don't know. That's an interesting, uh, <laughs> I mean, there's one small, um, there's really actually no reason at all that I can think of Andy. I don't know your market or your area where you guys at, but I don't, I don't see how that would play a role into it. A lot of times when I see something in a business that's not consistent with the industry, there's something in the business that's doing it. So it's not the customers, it's the salespeople. So I don't know if, if you guys are pushing it harder in January, I, I really don't. Um, in my experience, there isn't there isn't a time or place. There's no better time or place than now to offer anything to anyone um, at any time. And I know my, I see my man Brandon Graham on here. Um, he would be the first one to jump all over that and say, absolutely. If I'm in a customer's house, I don't care if it's winter, if it's summer, if it's December, if it's December 24th. And we got, you know, or, or whatever, December 26th, they've already just spent all their money. on. Okay, that's fine. I'm going to give them the same options I was going to give them on April 2nd, when they got a tax refund, it doesn't change anything for me. So for that perspective, typically the results stay the same. Late to the party, I had trouble getting Facebook to load the video. That's an excuse. No, I'm joking. That's my boy, Koss, King of Service Talk. KOST is his nickname, actually. Uh, but this dude and I have worked together in the industry for a very long time. In fact, he works for me now. Training companies, um, hands-on training with me. He's amazing. Dude's amazing. When your slowest time of the year comes, you should pump more into marketing. Yeah, that, um, and I've heard uh, counterintuitive to that, but I, I would actually agree with Brandon on that sentiment because, um, again, you got it. You're fighting. You're fighting a, a bigger crowd. You want to get when you have the calls. You don't need it. My man, John Hatch in the house, all the way from Albany, Oregon. Uh, this is one of the companies I get a chance to see. Lynn Benton Plumbing, just a real solid dude. Guy has a heart for people but he has a passion for business as a mind for business uh, and has a, I would say has an accountability for business, meaning he can hold himself accountable. It's one of the few people I've found that can really do that and really hold his business accountable and really wants to do it the right way uh, and be true to true to the form. Um, I think it's the opposite um, is best because of the wave. So um, keep in mind when you're slow uh, is when you would, me personally, I'd pump money into marketing, turn as many calls as I could. In fact, uh, it's a, it's an old thing. Henry Ford said this, uh, a man that stops, um, a man that stops advertising to save money is the same as a man who stops a watch to save time. It just doesn't work. And so you, you, you need the phones to ring. And then when you're super busy, um, that's when you take that money, that flow and you ride that wave and you invest appropriately and buy your vans and grow, uh, on the up, up, upswing, if you will. And, uh, so forth and so on. Um, again, these are, these are the things that, uh, he says, how do you feel about leading like $99 sewer cleans to get other work? I don't like it. Um, I don't like it. I, I don't think that drain cleans where you make your money. Um, well, hold on before that gets taken out of context, drain cleans are cash cow. 
Okay. Drains are a cash cow. Always very clear about that. Drains are a cash cow. Um, however, uh, you don't make profit typically on the drain clean. You do make profit on the drain cleans, but you're not going to, that's not how you're going to build your empire. You're going to build your empire because you ran the camera and found the offset. You ran the camera, found the crush line. You ran the camera and found out for Brandon, uh, you had to tunnel up underneath the house and charge people $40,000 for you Texans. Um, but seriously, it doesn't. But at the same time, I am not going to put my hands on something that could break my wrist right now for less than 200, 300 bucks. I mean, I'm just not going to do it. Uh, so 99 bucks, I'm not a fan of that, Lance. And uh, I've seen way too many people agree to the higher price because if you value stack it correctly and you explain to people, there's a difference between opening a drain and cleaning a drain. Uh, there's a difference between popping a hole and making this go away for a little while and actually running a drain machine because I'm a licensed tech and know what I'm doing and will clean this and spend the time to clean this thing out because at 99 bucks, I got to get in and get out. Like I can't even look at you while I do it. In fact, we're going to just slow down as we drive by the house. We're going to sling the drain machine out and hopefully it lands in the clean out. We might get her open as we pass by kind of thing. Like you really can't invest a lot of time on that and your guys aren't going to be able to invest a lot of time on that. And that's not service. So I left that up there for a while and I kind of went off on the deep end on that. But no, I'm not a fan of that. Not a fan of that. Um, I'm not a fan of trying to make a bunch of money on the drain clean either though. Uh, but you get my point. When done, um, I got a glare on the screen there. It says, when done a commercial, it was called a water heater or a hot water heater and had people to vote and got 200 off. That's funny. <laughs> he says, is it a water heater or a hot water heater? <laughs> he says, oh, yeah, hey, people have excess cash and tend to uh, pitch his big uh, ticket items. I think he's saying he pitches big ticket items or people purchase big ticket items. Same, same is true either way. Uh, absolutely. Look, people love to buy. People don't want to be forced to spend. Here, here's the deal, guys. Here's, and, and we're going to end the show here on this. Um, here's the deal. Or should I keep the show going for a little bit longer? We've been gone for so long, guys. Um, yeah, three thirty for a mainline plus. He says, uh, never discount drains, landlords, slumlords, kind of thing. Yeah, I'm not a big fan of. I'm about discounting for access or or a pricing appropriately for access. So have a price if they have a clean out, and then add to that if they don't have a clean out. You got to pull a toilet or you got to get into all those different nuances. Um, but I, I uh, I'm not a big fan of um, just killing someone on on a on a on a drain drain clean. I'm really just doing those to turn the bigger work. But uh, again, I, I do agree with him on not discounting. There was a uh, another point I was going to uh, uh, to to make there, and I lost my train of thought. Uh, but I really wanted to make this point. Um, oh, people have excess cash to spend. Hey, look here. Here's the thing: when when someone wakes up and they have a plumbing problem, it's an expense. Now, raise your hand if you're like, I I love my expenses. I love. I get so excited about my expenses. I like to spend money on expenses. Expenses are awesome. You know, I'm, I'm raising my hand, but if you're raising your hand, you've dropped your phone probably, or you shouldn't be raising your hand right now. No one really likes expenses, but we like investing. That sounds attractive. Investing, right? Like I can turn a profit on this. I can somehow get something better. There's a rate of return. There's a rate turn on investment, if you will. People love to invest. And if you can learn the magic of taking your customer's problem, their expense, and turning it into something awesome like an investment, like going from this old water here that hardly ever stays hot long enough for all of us to take a shower to a tankless that's sophisticated with a smart app to a flow by mowing that shows you what your flow rate is. So you never leave, you never have a flood again to a smart toilet to a sump pump system with a battery backup 
that has smart technology Z control like Zoller, where you can see the water temperature, you can see how many times the pumps kicked on. When you can show somebody how to take their problem and invest, when you can take that cast iron clog collapsed line that's going to cost $1,800 in the crawl space and you can turn it into a $4,200 repipe investment, I get that's cheap, whatever. I don't care about the price. You follow, follow me on the point. Follow me on the point. Because if you do catch this idea, if you understand this concept, if you can show someone, hey, look, you're going to spend $1,000 for five feet of work, or you can spend $5,000 for 80 feet of work or whatever, they will see the, the investment opportunity. And when they see the investment opportunity, now it's just a matter of if they've got the cash, if they got the funds, if they got the ability to get credit, if they can somehow, and if you offer payment options, oh my goodness, you'll eliminate the reason why they can't do it. Unless they have no money and they have bad credit, in which case it was never a sale to begin with. And, you know, that's part of, that sometimes happens. Yeah, you know, that's a really good point. It says, uh, water heater replacement, Skyrock. I'm a big fan of, and no one's ever been able to prove me wrong or prove me right, and I haven't been able to prove me right. But I think the barometric pressure, I think something to do with the atmospheric pressure. When I first got into plumbing, I said that because uh, in Indiana, where I plumbed a lot, it was uh, the storms would come and go like every all the time. And we noticed that when the weather changed, didn't matter if it was good or bad, but when it changed, seemed like uh, pressure. And the thought popped in my head, honestly, because I was in the military. I was never on a sub, but I remember learning about subs and they have to depressurize as they climb and lower and all that stuff because of the pressure. It will actually cause steam leaks and water leaks and stuff like that. And so I was like, oh, I bet it's similar, but I don't know. What do I know? I don't know. I do know this. If you learn the language of your customer, what they value, if you can grasp the concept of what every other major industry is doing and giving people more of what they want, they'll buy more, they'll do it faster, and they'll do it with gratitude. Believe it or not. Guys, I love you. And we're going to be doing this now Sunday. Oh, you know, I forgot a couple of things really quick. If you want to subscribe to the show so you never miss another episode, type subscribe in the comments right now. That will get you resubscribed. Even if you subscribe in the past, make sure you get subscribed. Rules and things are changing on Facebook and Minichat and all these different places. So type subscribe right now into the comments. And you will be subscribed to all the future episodes. We'll send you out a quick courtesy link and just say, hey, the show's going live. Here's how you get there. Blah, 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 blah. We won't try to sell you nothing, nothing like that. Type subscribe into the comments. If you want me to try to sell you something, I would recommend my weekly trainings. It's a great place to start. And it's a great place to end when it comes to teaching your team a sales process that they can follow, a culture that you can build around, and actually doubling and tripling your ticket averages in a way that are profitable that leave you in the end being more scalable and duplicatable. I know that was a mouthful and I'm learning how to say it all, but that's just what you get. And so I have to say it. I have to tell you what you're going to get. Type training, training into the comments, the word training, T-R-I-N-T-R-A-I-N-I-N-G. Training into the comments and you'll get a link and that link will take you to my website. And if you're listening on the podcast, all of you out there listening on the podcast, almost 10,000 downloads now on that podcast. Thank you guys for checking this thing out. I appreciate all of you. Listen, www.theplumbingsalescoach.com is how you get that link to get more information about my training. Guys, I love you. And as always, remember, serve your communities and everything, not just plumbing. We'll see you guys Sundays, Tuesdays, and Thursdays at 9 p.m. Eastern. Have a great weekend.